Hey y'all, welcome to Lessons from Last Week, and it's actually Monday, so like, this is a lesson from last week, (laughs) and um, I had a moment last week where I was listening to uh, a gospel artist, he was singing and worshiping and he was he was saying like you know um if you're broken he was talking about how how God can fix fix you being broken and um for a very long time i thought that i was broken and and when I was when he was talking, I was like, "That's not me anymore." Uh, I don't think that I am whole. I think that there are still some pieces that are missing, some pieces I'm cultivating. But when I think of broken, I think of like an emotionally uh, in a in like a in a in a like a deep emotional like a state of like sadness or um discontent and I had a I I had some periods of time where I was like what is wrong with me <laughs> you know like it just it just hurts everything hurts you know like it hurts to think about who I am or who I was it hurts to think about what my future might look like. It hurts to be in this moment, you know, or it's frustrating to be in this moment uh, because I'm impatient about like where I am in my life or the progress that I've made or, and so I spent a lot of time being just wrapped up in the feelings that I had, being wrapped up in the overwhelming sense of like is this it you know like um I know that I want so much more but is it possible for me to have that or am I worthy of having it and and so when I was thinking about this last week I'm just like what a revelation to realize that I am not broken that I do not resonate with those feelings anymore there are places in my life that need some patching there are there is work that needs to be done and I 100% understand and you know am working on but um, even this morning was a struggle to get up it was a struggle to wake up, get up, and start the day. I have a lot of ideas and thoughts and information that I'm downloading, and it. I think I have a I have had a history of like self sabotaging. Right, things get too good, they sound too good, the idea seems like it's gonna work, and. I just kind of change gears in order to 
not allow for those dreams to come true there's like a that feeling that you get when you're like afraid right you feel it in your belly or like when you're excited or like on a roller coaster those this kind of that that feeling where sometimes it feels like wow that might work or wow this is exciting like I could see this become a thing of the future like I can see this becoming something that I dream about and and it gets scary and it feels like hold on now what are we doing here you know and um and I get sort of a block where it's like okay I was getting up every morning and I was doing this and I was doing that and I was taking care of things and getting things done and getting things accomplished and now that something seems really hopeful there's a fear in me that that is halting the progress and I think that that might be where I am where I where I was this morning uh, in terms of trying to get out of the bed I went to bed last night reading and researching and writing down ideas and I woke up this morning just like how do I get out of bed <laughs> and I thought what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna write some affirmations on my in my journal like I'm worthy you know I am capable and I um and none of this is too difficult. None, and the stuff that is hard, I can figure it out, you know. Um, and that if I have a vision in my mind that I can accomplish that vision, there's no reason for it to be there if it's not meant for me to at least pursue it, even if it doesn't work out. And I don't even think that, like, my ideas won't work out. I just know that I haven't given enough thought not enough thought because I've given it a lot of thought but I haven't given it enough effort I haven't committed 100% to any one thing besides when I was in college and college was long ago (laughs) and it was for a short amount of time and and so it's about time that I commit to something and show myself that I can do this 100% that the idea feels too good it feels like it might just work and that 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 feeling is too is is so scary that I won't even pursue it that I'm gonna keep researching it but I'm never gonna act on it and 2020 I want 2020 2021 I want to be a year where I am acting on the things that that are coming to me for a very long time I thought I don't have my, my purpose is not is not clear. Um, the talents that I was given, I would say the one true thing that has been with me my whole life is writing. When I was in elementary school, I loved to write. Uh, I talked about how I wrote poetry before, you know, how poetry kind of got me through some emotional t- rough patches. And, and um, with my nephew, I write short stories with him and and I've and I've always felt like I had a voice when it was in writing. Like I felt like they say, you know, as a writer, you have to have a voice. I felt like I had that. And and then writing became less fun. It became like I, I found less purpose for it. Like there was not like I'm out of school now. I'm no longer writing poetry. And what I do write is like in a journal. And um, last year, actually, I bought a book with writing prompts in it and it was like 365 days worth of prompts and for like a good week I wrote 
in I wrote those prompts it and one of the stories that I wrote actually it started to feel good to me and and I and I think I got scared and and I stopped writing and so um although I am not broken there are pieces that I am still cultivating there are fears that I am still conquering and 2021 I want to be a year where even when it feels scary I still do it especially if it feels like it's the right thing to do um I don't want to deny myself the opportunity of a dream because I always felt like I don't have any dreams or aspirations when I was in in high school I thought I wanted to be a journalist and I maybe unconsciously I um there was a journalist class in my high school that you had to be a junior to take the class. I had went to summer school when I was a sophomore and they were telling I wrote a, a short story there and, and my teacher was like, yo, this is really good. You know, this just takes you need a little bit of like some tweaks some refinements some editing. But this is like so good. You should definitely, you know, do something with this piece. And there's a journalist class that you can take next year. And I guess I wasn't either. I wasn't sure that it was only for next year that I could take it or I just didn't care enough to pursue it. I was afraid to pursue it. And so uh, after junior year came and I didn't take that journalist class and and I tried the next year, senior year to, to take it, they were like, oh, no, it's only available, you know, when you're a junior. And I felt a sense of regret and like that, that like that kind of like ache in your belly like dang like I really wish I would have taken it because I really am interested in writing and writing stories and writing the stories of other people and I, I felt like I really really missed out and I, I was so upset with myself and and so so it was real sad it just felt like damn here I go messing up another opportunity um, I had another opportunity to write when I was in middle school. And I think it was middle school, like going into high school, maybe. I was a part of a community group of girls. We would meet once a week. And um, we had went to this. We went to to a um, community like festival, sort of. But they had booths and they had... Um, different organizations from the community had come to do something I'm not sure exactly what it was but they all had tables and we got a chance to go around to each of the tables and kind of see what they were offering and see what their what the organizations were about and there was um there was a local newspaper that was there and I asked do you guys do like internships or um you know, uh, an opportunity for me to kind of learn about writing and publishing, blah, blah, blah. They were like, yeah, they gave me their card. And then I went to another booth where they were, um, they were like advocates for so many different causes. And, um, they would go to protest and they would, you know, reach out to community by phone and go to attend different events in the community around various issues of injustice of um of war in other countries and all of these different things and so at the time I had no interest in 
I've always had an interest in serving my community, um, but I've never really had like an interest in protesting or, or not an interest, but like I wasn't, I wasn't really exposed to that. And so that wasn't really on my radar and writing was, and instead of choosing to work with these, it was a black publisher, a black, um, owned newspaper, instead of choosing to intern here where I could have learned so much about writing and about publishing and, and it could have sparked something in me that was already there, right? Something that I could have nurtured in me. I chose to go with the other organization and be uncomfortable, okay? Just so uncomfortable. I was the only young person. I didn't know anything about the issues that they were talking about. I was afraid to call people on the phone and ask for their support. I was uncomfortable at the protest because I'm like, I don't know anything about these issues. Do I believe in these issues? Like, I haven't even had time to, I like, I know that some of these things are just wrong, but I don't even know the details. Like, And these people around me, they don't look like me and I don't really feel comfortable being around them. Um, and we met in this like weird basement and, and it's just like, clearly that wasn't the decision I should have made, but it was a decision that I made. And there have been points in my life where I have made those decisions about writing. If, and if, if my talent has been writing, I have been on a quest to, an unconscious quest to, to not nurture and not um, develop this spark of writing that is within me. And so I have, recently I took a class it was like seven hours, seven different classes about writing a, a children's picture book. You know, all of these things that these ideas that they come back around for me. Children's a children's book has always been an idea that has sat with me. And then it kind of just it kind of just, you know, I, I, I neglect the idea and it and it goes away for a while and then it comes back around. I have these cyclical I have these cyclical ideas and, and I know that it's, that it means the fact that they come back around means that those are things that I need to give my attention to. Those are the things that I need to pursue and that I cannot be afraid, afraid, even if it doesn't, even if it doesn't come easily, because writing used to come so easily and and in the recent years when I've tried to write again, besides that last story that I was kind of writing, it it wasn't, it didn't come to me that easily. And, and I guess, you know, I've been conditioned to try to find the easy route, right? The easy route is never the thing that is going to get you the results that you want. Usually, right? You got to go through the hard, you got to do the tough, the, you got to do the work, you got to not be afraid to take the risk in 2021 I, I told myself I'm taking the risk I am I am nurturing my gifts I am I am creating something physical I am creating something within me that will sustain you know for a, for a long period of time like I want to give myself the time and attention to be to become whole to 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 fill in those blanks that have left me not you know 
have left me without seeking my full potential. Um, And I know that I am done with that. (laughs) I want to create the life that I want. And I know that it's not easy. But I know that I can do it. And I know that I haven't had great examples of, you know, creating a life that you want. I've had examples of, you know, uh, accepting the life that you have. Maybe trying to make the best of the life that you have. But not necessarily creating the life that you want. You know, when circumstances happen, dealing with them. But not going after the things that matter the most to you. And not putting yourself first. And not accomplishing things that would make you grow and make you proud of yourself. And um, not to say that the, the people around me haven't been proud of themselves and haven't accomplished anything that they can be proud of. Because that's not true. And for everyone, it looks different. But I know for me, I I want something more. I want more than this. I want more than waking up every day being like okay now what? you know I want to wake up every day um, energized and with direction I want some I want to, to be focused on something about focus on achieving something and even if I don't wake up with the, that energy I know that I'm working on things that are exciting and I'm working on creating a self that you know goes after the things that that I want and so I know that it's possible. And I know that 2021 is just the start. <laughs> I know I have a lifetime worth of um, learning and growing and stretching and expanding and failing and being disappointed with myself and also, you know, accomplishing the things that I, that I want to. It's okay for me. I'm learning that it's okay for me to dream. And that what it, what I thought it might feel like to be a dreamer or what I thought it might feel like to have a vision um, is different. It's not what I thought it would be. Because uh, I keep questioning, like, am, is this a dream? Or is this just something that I'm interested in and in, in, in looking into and pursuing? Or, or could this be the dream? Like, I know that people they find their passions and the things that excite them and trying new things and I haven't been that person where I'm gonna try something new I was never I wasn't a kid that was in activities and so all of the things that I have um been interested in besides music or like singing have come from my own discovering them you know not having been introduced to them by my family or um, that kind of thing. And so a lot of times I do feel like on my own, but I know, number one, I know I'm not on my own. I know that I have people that support me and people that love me. I know that, you know, God got me. I know that, and I know that I can, that I have myself, like I can depend upon myself, especially when I am focused and I am determined. And even when I am not those things, even when it's hard to get out the bed in the morning like it was today, I know that eventually I will get up. I'm not going to just lay there. 
I might feel this way for however long, you know. I might feel like, man, forget it. I'm not. This ain't my day, you know. But eventually I'll get up and I will do something. I'm not going to let. I I am committed to not allowing for my entire day to be like how I woke up. So even if the day started out rough or even if in the middle it got rough, it got overwhelming or it got frustrating or or it got or I started getting in my feelings and I start feeling, you know, sorry for myself or sad or or whatever. Like I I I'm not going to allow it to to ha- I'm not going to allow it my my whole day. It can have portions of my day, but it can't have my whole day. Uh and so yeah, I'm not broken. I'm not broken. I'm 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 mending. I'm patching. I'm filling in. I'm plastering. I'm cultivating. I'm growing things to fill the empty spaces. And and that's exciting. That that is something that I can look forward to. That is something that um that's something that makes me really happy to think about and um pretty excited i have these cards that i got from a friend they're called inspire her cards and i'm gonna open up i didn't open one yesterday i open them every day um from a gift that a friend got gave me for my birthday in january and this one says find out who you are and do it on purpose oh (laughs) okay that's kind of perfect by Dolly Parton. And the other one, let's see what it says. I haven't read these ahead of time, so we'll see what this one says. This one says, My will shall shape my future, my choice, my responsibility, win or lose. Only I hold the key to my destiny. Elaine Maxwell. Ooh, okay. Yes, both of these. I'm going to sit with both of these. Um, I thank you for your ear. I thank you for listening. Uh, And um, until next time, peace. Welcome to 52 Sundays. My name is Talia. My name's Atira. This is a 52 Sundays podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. Let's get right into it. So I'm currently sitting outside in the dark in my driveway. That's my car. not scary. That's not scary. <laughs> it is a little bit scary, actually. No, I know. I'm being... I'm being. I, I, I I'm absolutely being. know, but also I lost the I, word. But I'm being it. Yes, I'm being. I understand. I'm also a little bit terrified. Yeah, but I have the light on inside, inside of my car, and I just keep my my head is on a swivel, so I'm just looking around, you know, just making sure that I'm sarcastic. Safe. Sorry, I had to get the word in my brain because it really escaped me. Yes, uh, I would not do that necessarily. Um, I have a garage. I'll be in there. Ooh. I'm going to go. <laughs> the thing is, though, that my car is like my place of refuge. So I come here to, like, escape and find a quiet moment. And this is 
this is the best I can do. So here I am. You know what I'm saying? How 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 you doing, Tyrion? You know, uh, I'm I'm doing all right. You know, day by day. <laughs> 